Hey friend, welcome to The Ashley O Show. I'm your host, Ashley O'Connor. I'm a registered nurse turned health coach, and I am on a mission to keep people out of the hospital and into healthier lives than they ever thought possible. How? By getting back to the basics, prioritizing mental health, ditching diet culture, and repairing our relationships with food, fitness, and our bodies. Expect unfiltered, unapologetic, and unsugarcoated conversations about building lives, careers, bodies, and minds that are stronger than we could have imagined. The truth is, I don't have it all figured out, but I plan on spending my life searching for answers to the most important questions. This podcast is all about bringing you along for that ride. Now let's go chase some uncertainty. I want to change your perspective on what being a leader actually means. So many of us have carried this idea that leadership is all about expertise, being the best, being the smartest, and having all of the answers, having all the information, that in order to be a leader, we need to be 40 steps ahead. We need to have already walked the entire path and gotten to the end so that we can show others how to do so. That's what we think being a leader is, when I want to argue that being a leader is completely different. Simon Sinek says that being a leader doesn't mean that you have all the answers. It means that you were brave enough to step into the unknown first. This is the new narrative I want you to carry into this week. I want us all to shift our perspective and shift our definition of what being a leader is so that we can start to recognize where we can be leaders in our own lives. Because I guarantee that there are multiple areas where you are actually already a leader, but you just aren't giving yourself the credit. So I want you to actively take inventory. Where can you be a leader in your own life? What are the things that everyone comes to you for advice on? Is it decorating, exercise, health, nursing advice, career, parenting tips, where to get the best deals on groceries? Like it could literally be anything, but I want you to think. And I also want you to start thinking about areas of life that you are passionate about. Again, you do not need to have all of the answers. You might be one step ahead of somebody else. The key is that you take that step and then you extend your hand behind you. You actually don't need to know the way. You don't need to know all of the directions from point A to point B to get to the actual destination at the end. You might not even know what the destination is. The key is that you take one step forward and you start to illuminate a path forward. You you start to illuminate a new path forward. Maybe you're paving a new way. That is where so many of us can be leaders is by not following the same path that everyone else did, by making a choice to say, I'm going to do this differently and allowing others to do that with you, to show them that it's possible. I have carried the old school definition of what a leader is for a really long time, and it's impacted my ability to move forward because I spent so much time waiting around to feel like I was ready or to feel like I had enough information that I could lead or could take a step forward or could take action. I see this in a ton of new nurses or new to an area feeling like you're just starting over type nurses that I work with today. And this was very true for me as well. We in nursing, especially and in many professions, we carry this idea that in order to be a leader, you have to have a bunch of experience that the leaders on the unit, the charge nurses, the nurse managers, all of those people have years of experience and expertise under their belt. And that's why we trust them to lead. And there's nothing wrong with that. We 100% can trust people with lots of experience to lead us. But it doesn't mean that if they're a leader, that you can not be a leader at the same time. Like you as a new nurse or a newer nurse can still be a leader 
while they're leading too. So many newer nurses feel like there's absolutely no way they can lead because they're new, right? And this is true in any profession, any area of life. As coaches, it's common to feel this way too. As a brand new personal trainer and health coach, I felt this for sure, this feeling of almost imposter syndrome that comes from being new. And also, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I feel this like envy for people who have lots of experience. Like I wish I could fast forward to that point. But if I did that, I'd actually be robbing myself of so much along the way. I don't actually want to fast forward because I would be a really crappy leader if I just skipped all the hard stuff and skipped all of the learning that had to happen. But what I want us to start to think about is that we can actually be leaders along the way to that expertise, to the experience that we think we need to have to be a leader. We can lead right now. For new nurses, I always talk to a lot of my career coaching clients about this. New nurses think that there's no way they can lead because they're brand new. They're just trying to figure it out. They're trying to find their own footing. But I see so many new nurses excel in specific areas. And you can see where they are meant to lead in different ways. I just can't help but think back to when I first started as a nurse. So I graduated in the fall of 2019. I started in the adult ICU. And by the time I was finishing orientation, it was February of 2020. And weeks later, COVID began. And I was a COVID ICU nurse for that entire time that I was in the ICU, essentially. And it was during that time that I got this pull, this feeling that I wanted to start this podcast that you're listening to right now. We used to be called the Nursing Co-op because at the time I I spoke exclusively about nursing and about nursing skills and case studies and things and had a blast doing it. But I remember when I first had the idea to start a podcast and I got that feeling that we get where, who am I to do this? I'm not a leader. Leaders start podcasts. Like, Nurses who have 20 years of experience should start podcasts to educate other nurses. Like, who am I to do this? I'm a brand new nurse. Like, why should I start a podcast? Who would ever listen to me? I don't actually know what I'm talking about, right? But in reality, that exact fact became what this platform has always been about, that I actually don't have all the answers, that I don't know everything, that I don't, I'm not the expert in every area of nursing, in every area of personal training, in any area of health coaching. I don't have 20 years of experience. But the key is that I've always been willing to try to take one step and know that I'll probably trip and fall on my face. But I always ask myself this question, what's what's the worst thing that's going to happen? So with starting a podcast, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Nobody will listen. That's the worst thing that would happen with starting a podcast, right? Is that nobody listens and I'm just talking to myself day after day, but that's not what happened. And that what if that worst case scenario was worth the attempt, was worth trying. And as a leader, you don't have to have it all together to lead. In fact, it really helps if you don't have it all together. Nobody wants to listen to someone who's never made any mistakes in their life. Nobody wants to watch a story of someone who's already reached the finish line and is just telling you about the steps they took. Nobody actually wants to listen to that. They want to see themselves in your story. They want to be able to relate to you. So in your life right now, wherever you are in this journey, maybe you're trying to become a nurse practitioner and you're figuring out how to do that. You could tell people about that story right now. And they're going to find themselves in that. They're going to see if she can do it. Maybe I can do this too. And 
in that reality, if you start to do this, where you just call your shot, where you show people the way or a possible path, and they start to follow and say, yeah, I'm inspired by this. I'm learning from this. I see myself in her story. You are already leading. So step one, you can be a leader in your own life by just taking the first step, extending a hand behind you, showing people a possible path. You don't actually have to have all the answers and you're probably a leader right now. But here's step two. And here's the part that most of us are forgetting and that most of us struggle with and that we need the biggest reminder for is that in order to be a leader, we have to first be willing to step into the light. And that means we actually have to own our shit. It means that we have to be willing to say, I'm good at this, that I actually have the skill, that my opinions matter, that my voice matters. We have to be willing to do that part. And this is where so many of us fall flat. As women, we've just been raised and taught for so long to downplay any of our talents, to play small in general, to hide any accomplishments we have or things that we've won or areas that we thrive in. We fail to accept any compliments from other people. Somebody says that, you know, we're so skilled at speaking and we're like, oh, no, don't be silly. I am not that good at this, right? We say this stuff all the time. We're also so willing to discount our own opinions and thoughts. We say things like, does that make sense to you? Instead of owning the idea that we know that it's correct. We apologize every five seconds about simply existing in the world. And as a culture overall, We have been trained to dislike confident, powerful, strong, successful women. We tend to call them things like entitled and cocky and bossy, conceited, full of themselves. I want you to think in your life of women that you see who are unapologetic, who know that they're the best at something, who aren't afraid to say it out loud, who walk with confidence, walk with their head held high, and how many people around them scoff and are annoyed by their presence. It's people at work. You hear this all the time. Oh my God, she is so entitled. She thinks she is so amazing. Like who does she think she is? People say this about women who are confident and powerful and strong and successful and aren't afraid to show that to the world. I just can't help but think of women who I admire in my my own life, leaders in this industry or in other industries who I aspire to be or inspire, aspire to work with one day, right? There's so many women who I see who are extremely successful and surrounding them is the commentary saying, oh, she's just so privileged. Oh, isn't it nice that she has a husband who can support her so that she can go off and do these ridiculous things. She must have been born into money. It must be nice to have this all handed to you. Like how many times have you seen this? A woman who is extremely successful, powerful, and isn't afraid to show it. And a bunch of people around her saying she didn't actually earn this. She doesn't actually deserve this praise. She thinks that she's so great and she's not. She's full of herself. She's conceited, narcissistic, everything in between. We cut down women who do rise to the top. We all want to say that we want to support women who are rising to their potential and who are showing the world what women can do. We all want to say that we support that. But the moment it happens, we get annoyed because they're breaking the rules. We've been told for decades that women should be weak or timid or reserved, self-doubting, apologetic. Like we've been taught this and they're breaking the rules. And because we see this all playing out in front of us, because we see women who, for example, on social media are acting confidently, aren't afraid to wear what they want, aren't afraid to speak their mind, aren't afraid to lead in whatever way or start a business or take a chance. We see that happen. And then we see the 
aftermath unfold around them where people are ripping them to shreds. We see this happen. And so now we are all afraid to play too big. We don't want to be judged in this way too. All we want is to be liked. We don't want to threaten anyone else. We want to be accepted. That is human nature. And so it's normal that we have these fears that we are afraid to step into the light. But I'm telling you, in order to reach your potential, in order to become a leader, you have to be willing to step into the light. You have to be willing to say, I am good at this. And it's my right to use my voice. I am worth speaking my opinions and my opinions matter. Simultaneously, we also need to stop holding other women down. We have to stop bullying and belittling or requiring modesty from other people. We need to support and advocate for and fight for and cheer other women on who call their shot, own their shit and follow their dreams because they're just showing us that we can do the same. It doesn't have to be this competition. But what I want you to remember, if you're struggling with this piece of things where you are choosing to doubt yourself and stay small and assume that you have nothing to say to the world, I want you to know that every time that you pretend to be less than you are, you steal permission from other women to exist fully. Glennon Doyle said that in her book, and I I just, I underlined it like three times. Because it's such an important reminder. Every time that you pretend to be less than you are, you steal permission from other women to exist fully. Who are you robbing when you choose to stay small? I want you to think of that. Because as women, we are very good at caring about other people before we care about ourselves. And so if that is easier for you to do, I want you to think of the negative impact that you are having just by staying small just by choosing not to be a leader in the areas that you are born to be a leader. And for any of my parents listening right now, this one is 100% a reminder I need you to take to heart, is that when you live your entire life apologizing for everything you do, assuming your opinions don't matter, assuming that you aren't talented or a leader or good at anything, playing small, hiding any accomplishments, being unable to accept any compliments from other people, when you live that life, Your children are watching you do it. And we learn a big lesson from our parents. They're seeing that happen. And especially if you have daughters, they're watching you play small and kick off any compliments or anything good anyone has to say to you. And they assume that that's how a woman should exist in the world. They're using you as their model. And I want you to ask yourself if that's the model that you actually want to teach them. If you want to raise a daughter who also thinks that her opinions don't matter, who is also never able to accept a compliment, who doesn't think that she's talented or good enough at anything in her life, who hides herself. I don't think you want that for her. I don't think that that was my mom's intention either. But it is the narrative that I was raised on. I watch her and I still watch her sacrifice herself, never be able to accept a compliment, feel like she never has anything worth saying, um, feel like she always has to come last. I, I watch her do this all the time. And it drives me insane because I see her for what she is, which is this incredible human who has so much to give the world. But the thing is, if you continue to put yourself down, if you continue to think that your opinions and voice and feelings and talents don't matter and that you're never worthy of being a leader or showing the way or taking the first step, if if you never think that you're worth doing all of those things for then you never reach your potential. And if she just stepped into that, I just can't even imagine the impact that it would have on the people around her. 
because she is so incredibly caring because she does care so deeply about the people in her life that I, if she was full all the time, if she actually had a full cup to pour from, I, she would change the entire world. And I guarantee that you would change the world too. We all could. And this is why there is so much of our culture and so much framework around keeping women small. Because I'm telling you, if we all realized that we were full of potential, that we have so much to say, that our opinions matter, that we are worthy, that we can be leaders, that we could step into our actual talents and potential. If, if we all realize that, we would take over the world. We would change everything. It's by keeping us small that we stay controlled. Because I think that there's nothing more powerful than a woman who knows what she's worth and knows who she is. Those are the people who change the entire landscape of this world. And so that's what I want for you and for me and for everyone that I see around me, every woman I see and every nurse I see who is staying small. I want you to take this episode as a reminder that you are already a leader. I just want you to realize it and own it and own your shit, and own the things that you are good at, and just let yourself be good at them. There are going to be people who don't like it, I promise. Because again, we've all been taught for so long that women who are confident and powerful and strong and successful are entitled and cocky and bossy, conceited. But that's not actually the reality. And I want you to know that about yourself. You are already a leader. The world needs you to lead. I just want you to take the first step. And then extend an arm behind you so that in a few years time, we have a trail of women that we are taking to the top. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm going to be the leader in this situation. I'm going to take the first step and I got my arm out behind me and I want you to take it and let's get to the top and be as big as you were meant to be. Thank you so much for allowing me to take up a little bit of your brain space today. Like seriously, it means the world to me. If you connected with this episode, it would be amazing if you could share it with your friends and tag me at Ashley O Show so that I can personally thank you. That way, we can build an army of badass women who believe in themselves that will take the world by storm. I cannot wait to see what we make possible.